This is Johanna. And Nikke from Lucifer. And you're listening to Sonic Perspectives. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another interview of Sonic Perspectives. I'm Rodrigo, and my guests today are Johanna and Nikke from Lucifer. Guys, thank you for joining us. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for having us, Rodrigo. It's a, it's a pleasure. Uh, we are here to promote, of course, the new album, Four. To my ears, this is a more collaborative effort than your other three albums. Am I right in saying that? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. are right. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, when, when Two came out, I interviewed uh, both you guys and uh, Nika said he was more used to writing by himself until yeah. you guys started working together. I guess you're comfortable with that approach by now, right, Nika? Oh, totally. I, I was comfortable right away, but the, it was the first time I'd really done it that way when you hung up. And, uh, and now, you know, it's the third album we did together and that, you know, it seems even easier maybe right you know, we know how it works and you know and and then you know linus our guitar player now he did two songs with johanna nice next, uh, next album i'm not going to be writing anything <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> useless for now <laughs> uh but when it comes to writing uh what comes first is it the lyrics the riffs the concept or usually the riffs well, that's the most common thing that I have a music idea, uh, like a sketch that I actually send to Johanna, even though we're in the same house. <laughs> right. And then she works on that uh, with the lyrics, melodies, phrasing, and, you know, turning it into a song. And then we talk about that, you know, if there's any arrangement things. And that's the 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 most common way we do it. And that's the way uh, Johanna and Linus did too. But sometimes it differs. There's been a few songs where Johanna had the vocal melody and even the lyrics maybe yeah. before. And then I try to put music around that kind of. And then uh, on the new album, there's Mausoleum, which Johanna wrote without uh, any interference from other band members <laughs> <laughs> okay uh well the way i hear it or see it uh four is a more immersive experience i wouldn't say there's a concept or the album but there's an atmosphere that involves you around the songs and i found that it's better experience if you listen to it as a whole don't you think yeah i think lucifer is an album band and um, um, we are not a conceptual band um, like uh, King Diamond or somebody yeah. <laughs> like that, <laughs> right? But uh, so every song stands kind of for itself. But there is um, a way also how we uh, track list the songs, the sequence of the songs that, um, yeah, it's supposed to be, a, you know, a trip through, through an album. Yeah, and I do agree that this one, even though it was not intentional, kind of have more of a concept feel even though it isn't a concept behind it, it, it uh, you know with the cover art and the songs and some of the lyrics 
yeah it unintentionally maybe turned a little bit into um a little bit more of a concept than any of the other Lucifer albums yeah yeah and I think you're gonna get this question in every interview but tell me about the cover it's just incredible and shocking <laughs> I love it okay incredible and shocking I can yeah. totally live with that um <laughs> my mom thought it was shocking so <laughs> That was my first test person. Said, oh no, my daughter, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. She was kind of afraid that, that people were going to be really angry with her and, yeah. and uh, you know, get targeted. Yeah, yeah. She, she even said, you know, somebody will shoot you for it. You know, like, oh, great. Thanks, mom. <laughs> well, but that's cool, you know, because I do believe that. Um, Uh, in rock music, um, I guess it's hard to shock people and you wouldn't think, you know, 50 years after uh, a Black Sabbath album came out uh, that uh, there's still some sort of um, way to shock anybody. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, it wasn't really, also, it wasn't the intention to shock anybody, but uh, the intention was to have a cover that sticks out from the mass and something that's somehow timeless. But of course, there's also a meaning behind it and um yeah i mean long story short you know being a female singer in a band um sometimes feels a little bit like being a witch on a stake <laughs> i get yeah i totally you know understand. I, yeah, yeah so that that you know i'm playing with that and it's yeah it's yeah. my fuck you, my fuck you to to uh to people who don't believe that a woman can do that Yeah. <laughs> and I like how there's a different treatment of the cover every time a new album of yours comes out. The first one was like a drawing. The second one was a picture of the band. Third one was, you know, the band, but like in a cartoonish kind of way. And now this very artistic photo with such a, such a statement, right? Yeah, that's actually, it's true. I mean, I, I always try to do something that's uh, not expected. Uh, mm -hmm. The first album had this turquoise gold, um, which is completely the opposite colors of what a band that plays Doom would do. You know, they're probably yeah. expecting something that looks like an Electric Wizard cover or something. <laughs> and then I thought, okay, so next album, this time it's going to be the band, bam, you know. And then we had the idea for the, for the painting. And now it was something different again. I think it's good to say, you know, uh, interesting somehow. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to get bored with myself either, you know. Of course. And speaking of visuals, uh, the video for Bring Me His Head is amazing too. I think uh, you came up with the concept and the carry reference, right, Joanna? Yeah, I thought it could be a cool idea. And I like how it ends with To Be Continued and then Crucifix shows the scene after you get your revenge, right? Yeah, well, it's more like somebody took revenge on me <laughs> and bring me his head. So uh, here I am, resurrected and uh, more evil than ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the cool effect of those videos is that you keep wondering what happened in between, you know, after you get the, the bucket of blood in your head and then you're walking in the street. What happened in between those scenes, right? Uh, in, in I want to know that too. In between <laughs> Okay, I can tell you what happened in between. We had a lunch break and had some pizza. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I remember you directed the California Sun video. Uh, will you be doing more of this in the future? Or you have like those two videos are fantastic, the ones for the new album, right? So uh, I, I never really directed anything. I think I just have ideas uh, how I want what I want. And then um, I have to ask other people to do it 
fair enough. Fair enough. So, but, uh, but yes, I, I am very, I usually, um, I mean, I'm very clear in, in what I want. Uh, so Nick and I, we have a lot of ideas for visual things and um, usually um, something, you know, shapes up in our heads and then it's like, oh yes, let's do this. This is great, you know, and then, yeah. So I don't think it will be a problem in the future to make up new nonsense. Right. Uh, Wild Horses is another great single, and the lyrics speak of a pact made by two people, a morbid covenant, right? Can you explain the concept of that one? And is it a pun on the Rolling Stones' Wild Horses or not? Yes, it is, of course. Yeah. Uh, we are both, uh, Nick and I, are big Stones fans, and um, I, I guess everybody in the band. Uh, right. So I was actually, when, when it came into my head, ah, wild hearses why yeah. you know but then I Google, it was like has nobody else done that no great then i can take it uh, yeah the, the morbid covenant uh that's uh, nick and me it's um uh, basically it's my love song to my husband nick. awesome our satanic marriage yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes i love that uh and uh, a lot of bands have this kind of long-term plan that goes like on this album i plan to reach this or that market uh when the next one comes out i want to be at this or that level um i don't know if you guys uh plan this sort of way or not but i think to me lucifer 2 was a game changer for the band in terms of popularity three cemented that reputation and four i think it's going to open new new doors right I have no idea, but it's nice to hear you say that. <laughs> I don't think, I mean, what I've learned from being in, in the music business or what you want to call it mm. is to have no expectations whatsoever. Uh, you can't really tell, you know, no. it's like, and if you do, you're probably going to get disappointed. It's, <laughs> it's, it's better to go in go go about things with like yeah we'll see what happens you know right of course what we can do is set the the bars musically for us that's what we can do and then then we can just cross our fingers and hope the thing is you know we don't have a like a five-year plan or whatever you know uh, that's, <laughs> I, I don't think i ever even heard about it. we don't even have a management you know um, <laughs> we do everything ourselves and um if you know basically we just want to play and record music that we love and if that works and other people like that too that then that's awesome i mean yeah of course it would be great to sell more records you know um but um like nick says you know um we enjoy what we're doing and it's good for what it is now um as long as um we don't sell less records <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, okay. right I'm okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I think you can actually see some bands, especially younger bands, that have a plan or a, or a goal, mm -hmm. and they do get disappointed. You know, and then you have to ask yourself, why are you doing this really? Are you doing it because you really enjoy what you're doing, or do you actually expect to make it a career? You know, and yeah. I. If that's what you're after, I think you might be doing it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> right. I, I'm not sure. I mean, it, that's just how it feels to me. Because then you're probably going to start thinking about how are people going to uh, perceive this? And, yeah. you know, then 
then you're lost already. I yeah, I think it's better to to react and to play to your own instincts as opposed to you know thinking of what people might think and react to it, right? Exactly, and, yeah. and that's what we do. Yeah. Speaking of plans, I have a like. I'm curious about what you're gonna name the next album because it's one, two, three, and four. Are you gonna continue with the numbers, or are you gonna go the Led Zeppelin route and you know no, start no, next, with? Next one's gonna be called Six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> just to keep it clear right <laughs> yeah chicken foot did that they did one and the second album is called three so <laughs> really that is, yeah. that is awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh you're planning a record release night in stockholm on october 28th uh, what can what can the fans expect of that night you're gonna play the album in full or yeah oh, we're not gonna play at all no, yeah, exactly. So, so we are actually not playing a show, and um, this is really a party. So, For us, so um, okay, we are DJing, and um, we invited you know all our friends and people who were involved in in the album and videos, and um, anyone can come. The, the door is open, and um, we're gonna DJ. Uh, you know, we're just gonna play the music that we love and have drinks, and uh, you know. <laughs> Have fun. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I looked at a few tour dates that you have, and one of them caught my attention, the Beyond the Gates Festival, where Merciful Fate is also going to play Candlemas, Opeth. That's going to be an incredible one, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. This will be a special night. I wish I could travel right now and go see you guys, but... <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and you have a, a terrifying schedule for November too. I think from November 12 until November 28, there are hardly any days off. Shows booked almost back to back, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be uh, intense. Be intense, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, Nika, uh, I read yesterday that Entombed is going to reunite for a special concert too at uh, at a Sweden festival, right? What can the fans expect? They can expect the unexpected. Awesome. <laughs> I can't really go into more detail there. I'm just very excited about it that we're gonna do this. And it's gonna, it's just not gonna be any regular show. It's gonna be a little extra. So okay. you might uh, you might want to book a plane ticket. You might be <laughs> it's it's gonna be better. I can tell you. <laughs> and this is a one-off, right? There's no plans to at least do like a few songs together or nothing like that. Well, I can't go into too much detail at the moment. Mm. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> we are gonna start with this one. Okay. What happened? Yeah. Right now, I'm like Jim Carrey on Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance, you know? <laughs> But I'll wait I'm, to hear. I'm not saying there's not a chance. Okay, okay. I'll wait to hear through the official channels. <laughs> um, so, uh, and I know you guys released a few covers during COVID, right? Uh, as Lucifer or collaborating with other artists as well. But it must be refreshing to show some new music to the fans, right? Yeah, yeah. always. I mean, we for, love for us. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun to write your own stuff, but it's also a lot of fun to cover things, you know, and to, um, yeah, take it through the Lucifer machine. Um, yeah. And because we had so much time on our hands, you know, what else are you gonna do? 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Joanna, did you have a reference point as a female singer when you started? Because, you know, it's more common now, but when you started, there were hardly anyone, right? I think we had Lita Ford in the 80s and maybe Doro from Germany back then, but... No, my, my reference um, points were... I don't know, Glenn Danzig, Ozzy Osbourne, right? <laughs> Robert Plant, you know, mostly guys, you know. That's okay, okay. I like how you guys do a lot of covers, like on the encore of the shows as well. When you played here in Toronto, you did uh, Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers from ZZ Top, which yeah. is cool, yeah. And yeah. Nika took off, took guitar as well, I think, right? Did you play guitars or bass? I can't remember. Uh, and the bass is much easier to play upside down. Since oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm left-handed, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes it's a pain in the ass, but that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't just go into a music store and try everything, right? Because there's hardly any left-handed instruments available sometimes. But Yeah, I mean, I guess you can try it, but it's not going to be so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, for Lucifer 2, you guys did, I think, three legs in North America. Uh, is is there any chance of you guys coming back sometime soon? Or Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we actually want to come back next year. We are just waiting for uh, a few more visas to come through um, because I've got mine, but not the rest of the band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess yeah. due to the pandemic, you know, all these... Yeah. Um, um, it takes time. These offices, they are like overloaded, I'm guessing, with like different procedures. But uh, also, you know, now the travel ban from the US is going to be lifted. So we couldn't make any plans before that, you know, because we didn't know how long it's going to be. But now there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So yeah. hopefully we are coming next year. Yeah. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, I have fond memories of the Toronto show you guys did in 2019. I don't know if you remember, but uh, you did an in-store appearance just before the show. I took my daughter. She was, oh, yeah. yeah, she was four back then. I still have a picture of her holding the Lucifer poster. So oh, I remember, <laughs> no, I remember the in-store, of course. And I also remember because we had a few in-stores on, on that and there was a few little uh little kids it's always yeah. cool yeah 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 oh well i hope i get to see you guys again sometime soon i'll keep my fingers crossed and i hope to hear uh about the touring plans uh shortly thank you so much okay. it was a pleasure yeah likewise thank you guys all the best with lucifer four thank you be thank safe you. cheers nice talk you. Take cheers. Care. likewise yes. bye Okay, everyone, thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed this interview with Joanna and Nika from Lucifer. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so leave us a comment on this video. Also, the interview is available on many different platforms, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We encourage you to check it out anywhere and to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. To finish off, we'll play the song Bring Me His Head, Bring Me His Head from Lucifer's fourth album. Stay safe, and we'll see you soon.